On this week's episode, we delve into the Nineworks marketplace to pick a car for a track day at Donington Park, a weekend in Wales, and a road trip to Norway. Brought to you by Nineworks.co.uk, the fastest growing online Porsche community supported by the Nineworks marketplace. Nineworks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, hosted by Lee Sibley, Andy Brooks and Max Newman. Nineworks Radio is carefully produced with special input from experts around the industry and powered by our valued members of the Nineworks Driven Not Hidden Collective. Welcome to Nine Works Radio. It's your favourite Porsche and car podcast. My name is Lee Sibley. I'm joined by my two usual comrades, Mr. Andy Brooks. Yo! And Mr. Max Newman. Morning. We're also powered, as we said in the intro, by members of our Driven Not Hidden Collective. And today... We've not got a guest for the first time. I think this series, it's a its a crew show. It's the three of us with many exciting things to cover. I think oh, it is, God. isn't it? First crew show of the season. Snow on the ground, but it ain't Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you've actually got snow on the ground up there, Matt? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. We've got a light dusting. We've got a oh. light dusting. And we just got drizzled down in Bournemouth. Yeah, I don't think it's we'll always warmer any. in Bournemouth, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. We'll move swiftly away from the weather <laughs> and get <laughs> yeah. on to the rather For our international topic, listeners. Yeah, of, uh, <laughs> of Porsche sports cars. I mean, we've got to talk right at the top. I think Andy with a new purchase. This is mm. big news. Big, big news. Look, he's halfway through his breakfast. He's not even concentrating on this massive bit of news. Yeah, tomorrow. Sorry, I, was, I was eating my porridge. Uh, yeah, bit of a, yeah. Wow, well, where do I start? You know, been looking for Sarah for a Targa. Yeah. Uh, well, I did say, didn't I? Cause yeah, yeah. Because the SL, and then I talked about the Targa the other week. And the Sportomatic. Um, yeah, the Sportomatic Targa. So we went to see that. Uh, that wasn't for us. And then I think it was Thursday night. I was sat on the loo, as you do. Yeah. Having a little um, peruse on the internet. And I thought, I haven't looked at Car and Classic for a little while i saw we found that sarah found that targa on there but i thought oh, i'll have a search so i put in a search porsche between 1975 and 89 you know get all the in- impact bumpers yeah and i think it was the third car popped up this uh 1978 sc and i thought oh that looks nice dark gray um and thought, mm, yeah really nice to like nice details looks really fresh then I saw the pictures of the interior, which are a red lobster, it's called. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. And the price wasn't crazy. I'm like, oh, shit. So we're not going to buy Sarah a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I sent him an email and, um, yeah, just waited to hear back from him. Because car and classic's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't know if you've ever sort of dealt with anybody in Car and Classic, but it's very old school. So you sort of send an email off and sometimes you'll get a reply. Other times you won't. It's just nothing will happen. 
You sort of send an email through current classic, don't you? It sort of feels yeah. a bit like it lands in, goes through some sort of portal and they probably get yeah. a message at their end saying, you've got a message to have a look at. That's it. Yeah. About three yeah. years later, it all yeah, feels yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. like, uh, is it going to happen? Um, so didn't really think much of more of it sort of waiting to hear back. And then I think on the, on the Friday, I got an email back from the guy, um, named Phil saying that, uh, yes, I could come and have a look at it. Um, and then I said, I can go and see it on Saturday. So that's all cool. Set up to go and see on Saturday after my haircut that I'm having. Sorry, it's a bit of a long story, this, but then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Friday night that uh, Toby Dyer posted the bloody thing up on The Collective. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Did you get there earlier? Because <laughs> it's like public knowledge. It's like, oh, I need to get there. But I just couldn't. So, I yeah, I was there having my hair cut sort of absolutely sweating my ass off thinking that somebody else might have got there and sealed a deal on the car. I, I think and, at this point you'll need to explain which car this is. I have said, haven't I? 1978 SC. Right. Okay. Mark Gray. Apologies. Yeah, you haven't been you have listening, to, mate. You have to cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. The thing um, that came out in that chat, though, Andy, which was quite interesting, was that you were quite, you were, you were adamant that the fact that it was a left-hand drive car yes. was... Is, is is a good thing because of the driving position. I mean, your experienced left-hand drive driver anyway because of the 993. But yeah. somebody said, I can't remember, oh, but it's left-hand drive. And you were like, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think Toby backed that up as well. Um, when he was buying his uh, long hood, Steve Winter suggested to go for a left-hand drive car. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's all, all in line. That colour combo, that grey over the lobster, I mean, I guess the lobster's original. That grey is as it came out, is it? That's it is the... apparently, yeah. Well, wow. from all I could see, it's it's dolomite grey, uh, which is a PTS colour. Timely, ah. from that last week's uh, little little episode, wasn't it? So, yeah, it's, um, apparently that dolomite grey was only available on 924s in 79 and 1980. And uh, Will Lee, the master, is... is confirmed that ah yeah so yeah apparently a special wishes color wow uh red lobster with the pinstripe was a standard interior that you could pick but i don't think many people picked it it, it looks kind of... amazing in the pictures how does it look in the flesh is it is it is it, is it more or is it a bit more muted in the flesh um it... it's pretty much as you see it in the picture right. so it's, yeah it's pretty punchy cool. it, but it does work with that exterior color yeah 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 um and... And being a it's, 78 car, is that a 180 or a 204 brake? That's a 180. 180. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's had a, an engine rebuild by Red Tech, um, which up near Brackley. I can't remember yeah. the guy's name. Um, but he's re pretty renowned for air cooled engine rebuilds. Um, it's had a few little things done. It's got, um, 3.2 barrels, which apparently increased the compression ratio slightly. So, I was, he was saying that it should be around about 200 horsepower. Yeah. So yeah, had a full rebuild, uh, all the way down to crank probably, I think it was about 10 years ago. I had the rebuild, but it is so like clean, you know, there's yeah. no oil anywhere. Um, so yeah, really fresh. Uh, it also had the kidney bowls done a few years yeah. ago. Um, yeah. and the sides freshened up. So, yeah, it's the first car I've ever been to. I was saying to Lee when I saw him the other day, it's the first car I've seen, ever been to, and it looks better than the pictures. Ah, okay. And the pictures look amazing. 
They do. Um, they do. Yeah. Yeah, bit and it's of a got a little bit of stance, isn't it? It's got a little bit of stance. Yeah, it's been to centre gravity. Um, right. So it's had new bushes. It's had the turbo uh, track rod ends, which take out quite a bit of play, apparently. Um, and a good setup with centre gravity uh, drives really nicely. So. And a little bit of a wider wheel, is it? Or no, is they're the, they're, they are the ones that came on it. Um, oh, okay. It must just be the stance that just makes seven it. Seven and eights. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. 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 They're Amazing. 15s rather than 16s, which I actually like. You know, lots of rubber. I think yeah. it looks fantastic on lots of rubber. Yeah. Um, yeah, just so pleased with it. It's, yeah. Does well, well chuffed for you, Andy. Yeah. Well Blown chuffed. That's a, that's yeah. a stellar buy, mate. When's and, it uh, arriving? When's it on the drive? Uh, probably later this week. Amazing. I just need to sort out insurance. I'm a little bit busy at work at the moment, but yeah, insurance will get sorted. Does this have any knock-on implications to the 993? Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to have both, I think, for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, yeah, which pulls on the heartstrings. I think I'll probably narrow down to one um, at some point. But, uh-huh. yeah, for a little while, it'll be two, I think. Right. Yeah, so this continues to look up Sarah then. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it, when just like beauty just gets in the way of logic and everything <laughs> yeah. else you no know? no full logic went into this i tell you i had a good i had a good case a good sort of case to take to sarah <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's amazing really because the car's just around the corner literally it's in ferndown um oh is it and, okay. yeah and you think we you know we've got a good handle on local cars but yeah just sat in a garage minding its own business uh guys owned it for 18 years um, he's done loads of nice bits. He's a sim- similar guy to me, quite hands-on. Yeah. Um, but also, like he's had the engine rebuild done, you know, by somebody that's really respected. Same with the the bodywork stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, just really fortunate. And he only listed it on the Thursday night, just before I ah, sat, okay. sat on the loo. <laughs> so yeah, very fortunate timing. Um, he actually sold it a year ago. Um, he decided that he. It was sort of not getting use out of it that he wanted um, and that he was going to move it on about a year ago. He put it on collecting cars on a um, offer, best offer right. kind of auction, um, which he found a little bit troublesome, I think. I think it was very early when they first started doing this uh, offer me thing. Um, and he set a reserve. And then as soon as it hit that reserve, they sold it, which he felt that it uh, should, okay. there should be you know, it should be, if there's more offers above the reserve, then that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know, you get the best offer. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So he was a little bit peed off with that. And then it was a guy from Italy that, that had actually got the, got the winning bid. Um, but he re- then realized you had to pay all of the taxes because of Brexit. Uh, okay. And uh, he therefore couldn't afford the car. So he lost his deposit and the car sale didn't go through. Yeah. Um, so Phil decided to take it off the market and thought, all right, it's a sign to keep it. So yeah, it's almost like it's been saved it for you. Waiting for me. Yeah. 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 yeah meant to be. Meant to be. Yeah. yeah. You, mental. You, you said that the car hopefully will be collected by the end of the week, which is awesome. Uh, just in yeah. time for spring and, and the driving season, really. Mm. Um, will you bring it to Wales for the, for the nine months road tour next month? Yeah, Wales is there a potential for that? Yeah, definitely a potential for that. Uh, Gustavo's going definitely to Sheffield this weekend. Yeah. So we've got the fried eggs and friends. I'll be the friend there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> friend. 
and do yeah. a bit of driving hopefully on the peak district as long as there's not too much snow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. just thinking back to our conversation with henry of lakeside classics a few weeks ago that sc then so is, is that a 915 box mm-hmm. yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so yeah 915 how is uh, it which uh that's had a rebuild as well yeah so it's in its best best way it could be um i found it a little bit yeah you need to learn it yeah there's no return to the third fourth you know it sort of flops around so you kind of have to understand where the where the okay. where the gears are so yeah it's going to be interesting a bit of a learning experience i've yeah, been yeah. looking at already looking at whether i need to get something like a wevo shifter so that there is that uh, center return yeah but yeah, ah. yeah a bit of research wow. exciting times yeah congratulations yeah. yeah well i've been itching for one for quite a while yeah yeah and I it's just kind of it. the right one has fallen in my lap as it were brilliant yeah feels really good cracking andy yeah we are so chuffed for you mate so congratulations we look forward to seeing that on the road and, and at many nine works events throughout the year really and, and sharing sharing your story and sharing the car with yeah. other people as well oh and it's got a name already as well oh, oh, oh. yeah <laughs> Kyle Fortune came up with the amazing idea of calling it lobster. Uh, well, because it's got a lobster interior, calling it Thermidor, which I think is absolutely perfect. There's a good name. <laughs> There's a good name. <laughs> strong, strong, and a strong start to the episode as well with it with a new purchase, a new addition to the Nine Works stable. So, indeed, congrats, Andy. We are we're super, super pleased for you, my man. Good, good. Cheers. Uh, you won't be surprised to hear that I haven't bought anything. Mm. <laughs> yes but <laughs> i'm surprised all... i have bought something <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good yeah you as as one of our good friends paul has said many a times you know you you buy with haste you repent at leisure so waiting for the right car is absolutely the right thing to do and it, it sounds like this is the one for you yeah, yeah absolutely awesome awesome well i've been away this weekend wrecking the route for the nine works road trip next month and yeah. it's just made me even more excited to get on with it and get out there next month so yeah andy if you're going to be joining us for that in the sc then even better mm. yeah and and how did you do that recce Lee? did you do it in the km something did special in little irish no no uh back in a back in a press car ah. <clears throat> yeah and not just any press car uh, no, GT3, 992 GT3 Touring, an nice. absolute beauty of touring as well. Really, really nice spec. Uh, Gentian Blue, uh, Porsche exclusive interior. I think that was the Heritage interior. It was like, um, I'm not I'm not doing the spec any justice whatsoever here, but like a um, beige interior. But Cognac, then like the, is it? Cognac, could be. Yeah, I, I need to check the spec sheet. Um, but yeah, like the top of the dash had uh, like, basket weave like effect it was it was absolutely beautiful it was a wonderful place to be uh crucially as well it was stick shift not pdk oh, so nice. when the when the 902 touring was launched um well it's summer 2021 now the the car i drove for my i did a touring comparison 991 v 992 and the 992 was essentially a german press car but it was a very 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 early production car and that was pdk which I have to say was wonderful to sample the PDK transmission within the touring package because I think I think it really suits it. I really, really do think it suits it. But equally, it was lovely to trial the 992 touring with stick shift because obviously it follows on from the genesis of that touring concept with the 991. 
Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, look, as as we know, it's a stupendously awesome six-speed gearbox in that car. The video that's going to be coming to Nineworks TV soon, so keep it on YouTube, that will focus on the, the gearbox specifically. I don't see the point in doing a review video on that because the world and his wife's already kind of covered that 992 touring. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was fantastic. What I will say is, so there, there were three of us that went up. There was uh, Phil, who's been on the, on the podcast back in the Road to Redline days. He's got a lovely Carmine Red 991.2 GT3. He got it back. Yeah, so he used he to the, own it. He's the master of buying cars back, isn't he? He, he is, yes, because his, his E46 CS yeah. M3 is, is uh, yeah, went elsewhere for a, a brief hiatus mm. for working its way back to his garage. And, and his 991 GT3 is is the same. That is also six-speed manual. And then Alex Carnegie, who's part of the Driven Not Hidden Collective, and who I think last episode or the episode before, I gave him a bit of stick for not coming out to play yeah, in his car. He often did. worked. <laughs> So, yeah, he did. So um, Phil and I went up to Wales on the Friday night and stayed locally in the Breckens there. And Alex drove up very early on the Saturday morning to meet us for breakfast, which from Bournemouth and Paul up to, to Brecon can be a three hour schlep. Uh, he didn't do it in three hours. He did it in significantly less. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what no traffic and a, and a dash of coffee does <laughs> for the right foot. Uh, but yes, it's, it's, he came up in his 991C2. Uh, and I have to say, I mean, again, he did. We all did some serious pedaling. Don't get me wrong, but he in particular had to pedal that 350 horsepower Carrera hard to keep up with it with the GTs. It's as simple as that, and he did very, very well to do so. It was his kind of like first, first big road trip, really. And we were discussing this on the last night that it doesn't matter whether it's your first or last road trip, any road trip excursion like that adventure, it either fortifies your love and passion for your car. Or it makes you realise you've bought the wrong car and you need to to shift yeah, it for something yeah. else. And yeah, for Alex, it was his first road trip in his first 911. And he's just fallen even more in love with that car, really which fantastic. is wonderful. It's exactly what they're all about. And um, yeah, like I say, that that touring, what a what a machine, what a precision tool. And how lucky are we to have that touring concept, really? Because when the R came out, the story's well known unbelievable car only available to very few the touring is different and I, I would still put a 911r above a 992 touring any day of the week there is absolutely right. no debate okay. to be had there um but the idea that you can have effectively a fully fledged motorsport car within that understated flatback design is wonderful absolutely yeah, yeah. wonderful yeah and yeah. it's it has everything that the that we love about the gt3 i mean the precision of its throttle response and and how kind of razor sharp that is by the end of the weekend you, you know when you accelerate normally you're basically you're resting on the ball of your right foot and then you're you're pushing or prodding your right foot forward for acceleration yeah. i mean with this i'd basically got the balance of that car so kind of fine-tuned that to accelerate that car i didn't move my foot i was just ever so slightly scrunching my toes <laughs> pulling out of corners i mean uh, these these cut these roads in wales it's it was like helter skelter you know right left right left up yeah. down and at the end of the first day i did feel a bit dizzy as if i'd been to, <laughs> to a theme park or because yeah. that's what we've been doing all day but to kind of get that car balance and then attack into a corner it's you're just playing with the accelerator and it's just that small kind of adjustment to your foot a little scrunch of the toes was enough to give that 
bit more acceleration that you needed and you can't really kind of do that with other cars not to that sort of extreme it really yeah. was unbelievable yeah. what do you so think to the uh, front suspension so obviously you've had a good weekend of it and there's always been this sort of discussion is that the front suspension is great this front suspension is not as compliant as the mcpherson set up on the, the, the older cars what's your sort of takeaway from it yeah funny because I, I i heard you guys talking about this very topic to jethro a couple of weeks ago when jethro was saying about the 992 and it doesn't doesn't feel like a traditional 911 it's eliminated a few of those characteristics that we know and mm. love about what is a 60 year old kind of sports car design um yeah look i i agree with that to an extent that it does take you know the 992 doesn't have as much of that nose bob anymore like like yeah. 991 and, and before but it's so direct and i think when you have everything else about that car is so clinical the way that crank spins up so quickly pdk the way it will shift obviously in manual we can never keep up with that everything about the car is so exquisite and so elite to have something like a front nose that's extremely understeering quite lacking in that department it just wouldn't make sense it would it would quickly reveal itself as the achilles heel of an otherwise perfect package so the i mean yeah i had a go in the 991 in phil's and, and we had a little comparo the difference is night and day as we talk about and i yeah i i think it's how direct and sharp that 992 is it plays into everything else about that car yeah some people say that the 992 touring is too it rides too harsh mm. I, I i disagree with that I, I think what we need to remember is it's a gt3 ultimately yeah. there's no there's no wing on it and there is a, a, a like there was with the 991 a slight tweak to the damping because there has to be a lot you know lots of things have changed from that track gt3 onto the touring but ultimately it's a motorsport car it's not a commuter car yeah yeah i was gonna you know? ask that's interesting because you've always been you've had that view from from early on yeah you know, that, that, that it's that actually it is a usable car and that, that, that that's what i was going to ask you because i guess you know, you'd, as you say you did a lot of helter skelter driving but to get you know from dorset you know up up to the breckens you'd have done a lot of normal driving as well so you know i was, I was going to ask you know what is it what is it like as a as a as a you know as, as a car to use from a to b and that sort of thing refined enough yeah i mean it, it was but again like there's certain characteristics max that would kind of point to the fact that it's not it's not a town car it's not a daily so the first um majority of the first day really of having that car it felt a little bit superfluous and actually by the time it arrived at the pub where we stayed on the friday night i was starting to think oh do you know what this car is fantastic and i'm clearly one of the luckiest blokes in the uk this weekend to be able to go around wales in this touring but oh, part of me does do uh, part of me does wish i had my 996 with me mm -hmm. uh, because okay. that first stint which was a lot of motorway driving and then you know boring roads cutting through southerly uh, welsh villages and whatnot all pretty low speed monotonous and everything else it was it felt like the gt3 touring is a sledgehammer to crack a nut okay you know you're never getting anywhere near 9000 rpm of course everything is really sedate in those cars as we've discussed before the 992 and even the 991 platform before it you have to be really 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 pushing that car to extract quintessential 911 dna that is in there yeah just heavily costed and yeah so 
it's 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 not a daily it's not a town car at all but once you get onto twisty roads and and those roads through wales and people coming on the the nineworks road trip to wales in april there are places remaining by the way you'll see that it's a it's a mecca for the driver and on a car like that a gt3 touring comes alive and and surpasses most things really i mean that you know the howl of that engine is utterly utterly addictive and by the time i was handing it back to, to porsche reading which happened yesterday i was quickly coming to the conclusion that i sort of need to experience that 9000 rpm howl from an owner's point of view perhaps before i die because it's just the most fantastic breathtaking engine to find itself shoehorned into the back of a road car it's yeah. intoxicating isn't it? it it really is and and you you find that that sound and that noise addictive the the 992 and again phil's car wasn't a touring it's a it's a track car but it was funny looking at some of the differences between the two i would say phil's felt a little bit more raw the 992 was a little bit more cosseted, which again, I would say Porsche's got the balance right in giving a GT3 a motorsport car, but within that touring, grand touring yeah. package. You can't, you know, like in Phil's car, you can heal the stones flicking up in the arches. You can really hear that engine behind even at really kind of low speed. The, the, the engine in Phil's car did sound a bit more menacing, a bit more guttural, I would say, under full chat um there's clearly kind of a, a a slightly different noise coming from the 992 which i would imagine has a lot to do with the gasoline particulate filter yeah yeah but it, but again I, you know i imagine there's a bit more sound deadening in there it's a little bit more refined to go on tour you know the idea of that car is to drive to the alps round it and home again yeah so so do you think obviously that's that's winged 991 to touring 992 but do you think that the touring does have a little bit more sound deadening in it be it 991 to 991 or 992 to 992 or, or is that a generation is that the extra refinement of the 992 over the 991 coming into play as well yeah it's a good question max to be honest what what would be great i mean i would i, would, I mean I, I think i need to do it myself actually is to watch back the 991 v 992 touring video i did oh, yeah, on yeah. on youtube yeah, right, yeah. um it's it's a pretty comprehensive drill down of both of them but again there's i mean you know not a lot we're not talking like carrera or turbo spec yeah, yeah 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 um it's still an incredibly visceral drive but it just kind of puts a little bit a little bit back in um for me for me it's the it's the absolute perfect balance and just what a machine and what a gearbox it's fantastic but it's it's definitely not a commuter car you know it's it's built with a purpose but um you know like again you know a, a, you can leave it in town and it's not a big winged look at me machine. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what, um, yeah. what about tires? Didn't that come with Pirelli? Yeah, tires? that is a, that's a good point, Andy. Yeah. I remember because I popped your work yesterday with it. To, to, yeah. Um, we were discussing it and yeah, it was on Pirelli P zero courses, which I've been really vocal before on this podcast and elsewhere about how crap Pirelli P0 tyres are. They're the N-rated car, a uh, tyre of choice for 991 and, and latterly 992. The uh, P0, I think it's Rosso's, is like the old N-rated tyre for 996. Terrible tyre, in, in my experience and opinion, compounds far too hard really lacks in any sort of feel and feedback between the driver and, and what's going on on the floor and grip levels I'm, i wonder if that's what gives you the the feeling that the car's so um you know bouncy and hard 
because I remember being in Paul's um, GT3 Touring when he first got that, and he took me down my road, and I thought my fillings were going to fall out before we got to the end of the road. But it was probably because the tyres were cold. Yeah, possibly, possibly, yeah, possibly a bit of that, but also the roads where we are, Andy, are terrible. They are absolutely appalling. So yeah, like there yeah, are but my road, uh, my car goes down that road, fine. But you've got smaller wheels, smaller wheels with larger profile tires, and 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 this is the thing, you know, if you look mm. at the profile of modern cars compared to old, the tires, the tires are very thin, you know, and so yeah. there's it, it, it doesn't mitigate that as well it can't do because there's less of it to absorb all of those bumps and, and everything in the road um people go for looks these days and it goes to kind of such an extent what i will say with those p0 courses which is the performance pirelli tire once they had heat in them yeah it was a fantastic machine and and, it, and the 992 touring like any uh 992 gt3 has a hell of a lot of mechanical grip. You go around corners and you think, if I did that in a 996-7, you'd be in a hedge backwards. Its <laughs> ability to hold onto the road is unbelievable. What you also need on top of that mechanical grip is, is that grip from the tyres as well, yeah? Yeah. And once the tyres were warm, I felt I had that, and it gave me the confidence to to push on even more with that car. But I was only in that sort of zone for maybe 10%. Yeah. Of the entire road trip of which we drove every fantastic road wales has to offer the rest of it i found myself backing off slightly because i wasn't confident that the tires had my back yeah, whether it's right. phil behind in michelin um cup twos different story completely different story and 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 swapping into his car it was you know fairly cold so it is like below five it was below five degrees at one point but phil's car had oodles and oodles of grip and it makes it makes all the difference it makes yeah. all the difference so for me that's that's a weak link of the car and and surely most people with a touring the first thing they would do is is put that sort of tire on it yeah put a Mich put a michelin on it it's a superior tire and you spend all that money on a on a car as we've said before the only thing keeping you on the ground is the tire and to me you have to particularly in a porsche you have to get the best don't settle for anything less than the best and and, and that is definitely a michelin tire yeah yeah just going back to a point that you made there about having had that intoxicating experience for the weekend thinking man you know maybe i need that as an ownership experience in due course a little bit unfair given that that it's still fresh in your mind but are you attracted more to the idea of that experience than to a say a metzger engine gt product now you know say 996 or 997 gt3 if 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 you were in a position to, to buy that sort of car do you think now i want that more modern you know you know screamer motor than the than the metzger motor for my gt car yeah interesting question that max interesting question the metzger is a fantastic unit of course it is i've never f myself felt the need to own it for its motorsport heritage or roots i think that's fantastic but ultimately i'm not a motorsport driver and i won't be driving it in the 24 hour of le mans for me i want a visceral engine that talks to me or in in the latter case of the dfi engine that screams in your face <laughs> yeah and yeah it's the, the, the metzka engine is a is such a fantastic unit it is so characterful it obviously sounds completely different it's more kind of more gruff i would say to so like the banshee dfi unit in, in yeah. later later cars 
but for me and i've said this before it's not about lap times it's not about anything else other than emotion how does that car talk to you from the driver's seat and i think something like that engine and again you know in 20 years time look how amazing and stand out something like that is going to be when all cars are silent yeah and, and, and to me, it's a real kind of high watermark of Porsche performance engineering in a road car. It's, yeah, it's as ludicrous yeah. as the concepts of the RS4 litre with, you know, the R, the, the 997 RSR yeah. crank and titanium comrades and everything that that brought from motorsport into the road. It's it's the same with these Tourings now or, or GT3s. Yeah, yeah. So then given that, so say you are lucky enough to get a... Uh, 992 GT3 touring, say, say you're back to Reading tomorrow to put your order in. <laughs> yeah. You go manual or PDK? That's a great question. And this, this is where it comes down to the lifestyle choice of the individual. So I would go for a manual because I have a daily driver. Yeah. If I was inclined to use it a bit more, then yes, I would, I would go PDK because in my opinion, our roads are too busy and, and cog swapping manually can become a chore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but equally, PDK, yeah, is a is a fantastic unit, and and it suits that engine arguably more than the manual gearbox. And as I've said, it's just how yeah. good and how clinical that engine is. We as humans are the clear weak link there because we can't shift quick enough. So PDK suits just how quickly, freely that car revs. Yeah, yeah, really cool. But and then th this is the thing. So that that touring absolutely excelled itself on those roads. But you have to ask, how often do you find yourself on those roads in that car? Yeah. 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 Good point. Nice. Cracking oh. stuff. Cracking stuff. And and just to reiterate, so there are a couple of spaces left on the Nine Works uh, road trip to Wales. It's the 14th to the 17th of April. I'll pop a link uh, on my Instagram page. So click that and, and then hit up the Wales tour. And, and as I say, there's only a very few amount of places left now. But if you'd like to join us, it'd be great to have you along. There's a great mix of cars coming so far. The route is devised from 11 years that I've had of road testing in that country in various 911s. So I can guarantee if you drive a Porsche, it will absolutely suit the dynamics of your car and, and how that's set up without any shadow of a doubt. So yes, do join us for that Wales tour in about a month's time. Yeah, that does look really like a really good trip really really good trip i'm pretty sad that i'm not able to come actually i think you know doing a trip like that in my 991 would be bloody fantastic well as alex found at the weekend it'd be amazing definitely definitely we, we'll do another one so as we know we've got wales we're doing the uh 2023 spectacular is to norway this year which we can talk about very briefly in a minute but we will do something in maybe q3 for uh for another uk road tour so max come come along for that and get yeah. stuck in with an one. okay and we'll do and we'll do just thinking uh, of those the, those pictures that you posted of that touring over over the weekend on your story and that sort of thing it made me think and uh i feel a bit more comfortable talking about this sort of thing now i've had a bit of support from the driven not heaven uh collective on whatsapp but that <laughs> spec in my you know in the realms of fantasy garage i sometimes imagine if i if I had a 992 GT3 allocation, but not PTS, thank God, what would I choose? And that spec of that car that you had, I think, you know, that's, a, that's a spec that I've, that I've come to thinking that's how I would that, you know, that interior, that color, that wheel spec. It's just, yeah, I think it's pretty wow. much perfect. It, it's amazing it was on the money. Because well, I, I was like, nah, blue, nah. 
That's so funny. funny to me, Gent- yeah. Gentian Blue is just a, a stroke of genius. I really, yeah. really do. I think I that's such a wonderful colour. It's got real depth to it. It looks really elegant as well to my eye. And uh, yeah, turned up to, to yours your work yesterday, Andy, the first thing you said was, well, I don't like that colour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how different we all are, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes the world go it round, is, isn't it? it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do want to touch on this Norway trip. So it's... Yes. Yeah, tell uh, us the details. What, we, yes. what do we know? The 2023 Nine Works Road Trip Spectacular is going to Norway this year. We're uh, working with our friends at Porsche Club Sonmore in Norway, who uh, I was very, very fortunate enough to go and visit last year. So they have this annual trip um, to Garanga. I've definitely anglicised or butchered that. But uh, <laughs> yes, they've invited us out again. And, and last year I said, oh, I'm going to drive out this year. And I'd like to take some people with me this year. And, and thankfully, I'm very, very grateful that we've got a few of the Driven Not Hidden Collective joining. Um, it's aimed to everybody, even outside the Driven Not Hidden Collective. Anybody with a Porsche who wants to join us, you're very welcome to do so. It's the 24th to the 31st of May. So it's an eight-day trip. It will culminate in a long weekend at a UNESCO World Heritage Site over at uh, Garanga. You will be surrounded by some of the very best driving roads planet earth has to offer you'll be in the great company of the fantastic guys from porsche club sonmore real diehard porsche enthusiasts that know and love their their cars and are happy to drive them all year round we'll be joined by porsche legend jürgen bath as well which is going to be yeah, audience amazing absolutely awesome to to have him there so it's a real trip of a lifetime we've got some cool stops along the way as well if you would like to join and i think there are three places left on this it is limited numbers. Drop me an email, hello at nineworks.co.uk. I'll give you the details and the download. You'll be most welcome to join us. It really will be one of the very best things you do with a Porsche sports car. You can bring a passenger if you wish, wife, partner, friend, whatever it is, whoever it is, you can bring them along or you can travel on your own. That's not a problem. Um, I'll give you all the details, hello at nineworks.co.uk for our trip to Norway in May. Fantastic. When you went there last year, you know, when again, when the picture started coming through, I thought, wow, that's just the most beautiful place. Max, it's unbelievable. As I said on the podcast before, like Norway as a country is so beautiful and picturesque, so clean as well. And I'm lucky enough, I've I've driven up through Norway before, as I mentioned, when, when I drove to the Arctic Circle from London. And yes, look, the, the speed limits are low compared to anywhere else you'll go but as i've said before to to hoon it through a country as beautiful of that as that really is missing the point there's so much to look at kind of beyond your your apex (laughs) (laughs) over there so yeah it is it's going to be a real privilege i'm going to take my 996 back there and i'm i'm relishing the opportunity already and actually from from the the people that have signed up so far we've got a really really good mix of cars um from 996 to 991 no air cooled yet but you can guarantee there'll be some air cooled cars there from from porsche club norway um yeah, like there's a, a 991.2 Targa 4 GTS going. That that was the that was the car That's that the I car drove. You used, there. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I have to say, perfect spec. And funnily enough, Paragon at the moment on the marketplace, they've got a um, they've got a spec Targa that was very similar to the press car I took. And as I said, it was it was the perfect car for the job there. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, really good. 911 Turbo S, which would be great for the Autobahn run. I suppose we're going to talk about all this later on in the episode, aren't yeah. we, as Ideal Car for it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a really good, good mix on that. Yeah, we, we can do. The other thing I just want to say before we do that, by way of admin, is RMA Track Day. That is now next weekend at the time we're recording this. So Saturday, yeah, the yeah, 18th yeah. of March. It's a Porsche only track day run by RMA, the, the king of track days in this in this country. Go onto the RMA website and get your ticket for that via them. There's a Nineworks garage, so you're very welcome to get involved with us on the day. Um, there's also, if you don't want to go out on track, but you want to come along and watch and see what it's all about, there's a Nineworks Porsche Park Ferme where you can park up, leave your car on display with a few other Nineworks members and wander off and go and take a look. Go and have a chat with the guys at RMA, see the action on track. RPM Technica there as well, offering technical advice. So just go come along, get stuck in, see what it's all about. It's going to be a fantastic day, Saturday the 18th of March, and it's at Donington, the storied racetrack in Derbyshire. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm coming along as a sort of explorative explorative punter, put my teeth back in. You know, I'll be in the park <laughs> firm, eh? I'll be lurking about, chatting, taking some pictures, having Lovely. a nice time. Might bring my lid just in case I get a chance to get in with someone. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a perfect thing for people to sort of dip their toe in without any commitment, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah go along and see what the atmosphere is like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gutted. I can't make it. But then I'll be on the snow slopes instead. I'm a, I'm a tray. So. <laughs> on your tray. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we dive into today's, uh, like the main, main part of the podcast, really? With, with yeah. Us? hitting up the marketplace again now the the three of us we always really enjoy doing this we tend to do it once a series diving into the nineworks marketplace down really to the sheer breadth of cars and porsches of course that there is on there and we like setting ourselves little tasks so i love this task it's it, it is a good one it is yeah. a good one so considering we've got a lot of events going on this year for nineworks We've got the road trip to Wales next month. We've got the Nineworks road trip spectacular to Norway in May. But before any of that, we've got the RMA track day up at Donington. So a UK road trip, an international road trip, and then a track day, three different occasions. And we thought, well, let's dive into the Nineworks marketplace and pick a car for each occasion. Yeah. It's this is right up my cool. street. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right right up your Strasse, Max Newman. <laughs> Or should that be Caramax? <laughs> Caramax, yes. We need to keep that going. Yeah, I hope Got you've it. forgotten about that. Smooth no, 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 no. No way is that going to be forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> so how how did you boys find the task this week then? Uh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. Excellent. I did try to make it a little bit more difficult for myself because I thought I don't want to use any car that I've maybe talked about as a gem of the week before. Because oh. there, there were a couple that, you know, came to mind before I'd even looked on the marketplace. Yeah. I thought, I wonder if one of them might still be available. Yeah. And I thought, no, put them to one side and pick stuff that you haven't talked about before. So, Very yeah, good. you did. Which you actually did. wasn't that difficult. You intimated <laughs> on WhatsApp that there was a curveball in there. Max. There is a curveball. I'm, I'm still to... not mentioning that. I'll save that to the end. Excellent. I reckon he's gone yeah. for a, he's gone non-Porsche and gone for a Bentley or something. <laughs> <laughs> the lakeside have got some Bentleys in, haven't they? <laughs> we will see. Yeah, looking forward <laughs> to see. looking forward to that revealing itself. So, which should we start with? Uh, perhaps the well, should we do one of the road trips first? What about Wales? Yeah, let's do Wales. Let's do Wales first. So, and and 
Andy and I are, are doing the Wales road trip, but assuming all three of us are doing that next month, we needed to pick a car from the marketplace on that. Interestingly, it's worth saying at the top of this, if you want to take a look at the cars on the Nineworks marketplace, hit up nineworks.co.uk slash marketplace and take a look. All of the cars on there are supplied only by the best of the best when it comes to Porsche specialists. So they're all properly prepped, impeccable history, crucially a warranty as well. It really is. You're getting the full arsenal and the, the Premier League experience of Porsche buying. Go and take a look at all of them on there. And if you want to play along, then we'll be, you know, we'll be posted on Instagram about it. So get yeah, in the yeah. comments and tell us what your uh, tell us what your choices are. Yeah, yeah, it's always good fun when people do that. So definitely let us know uh, what your choices are and why we've no doubt got it wrong, <laughs> <laughs> which usually happens. Uh, so a, a long weekend through the lovely twisting tarmac of Wales. What did you go for, Andy Brooks? Well, uh, as it's not so far, you know, got a little. Don't yeah, not a big journey to get there. I've gone air cooled. I've stayed air cooled, um, and I had pick of two actually. And I'm gonna, oh, which one am I gonna choose? I'll take you through the two. There was the the red, um, three point two Carrera at Paragon. Beautiful, oh, so yeah, guards red with a uh, path black leather interior. Is it? Yeah, our oh, black leather in sports seats. Yeah, perfect quite nice low miles just under 60k i thought that would be good but then yeah i'm going to settle for this there's a on phil raby he's got a porsche 911 t stroke r evocation <laughs> uh, so i'm going to be ripping that round the welsh valleys making some lovely noises yeah that's a great looking car yeah yeah does look yeah, good have, doesn't it have a Love look a little, really cool hella lamps on the bonnet yeah, it looks cool as I bet that makes some amazing noise. You look like you're mountains. in the like European hill climb championship yeah. in the early 1970s, aren't you? In Switzerland yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think that suits that concept of the road trip really well because uh, some of the roads in Wales, obviously in in this country, the roads are, can be quite tight in places. Yeah, and it's no no different up in Wales. So like a nice kind of. Um, classic sized car or classically proportioned 911 is absolutely the right sort of tool for the job on on that front so that's that's yeah. a fantastic choice you're good who's next very good uh, i don't mind going next so my um similar to what i just said uh on, on route to wales i called in at uh cameron sports cars obviously i was in the gt3 touring and as i swung into the courtyard simon there was photographing a carmine red 981 gts cayman beautiful beautiful thing manual six speed oh, nice. and uh nice. jumped out and i thought and obviously this was before i'd done the wales trip where obviously i've changed my mind since but i thought now that is a car to go to wales in that yeah. is a car to go to wales yeah. in again like right size for the road i did buy a lovely 718 gts four liter um with rpm nice. that's on the marketplace manual of course and that did appeal to me for the fact that it's the only time you can get a four liter engine in a car away from the 911 lineup kind of within the yeah. the porsche stable and that really appeals to me really appeals to me and i hope at some point that engine makes its way into a into a nine alpha um but i'm going to pick rpm later on so in the in the interest of spreading the love for this episode i'm going to go back to paragon and they've got a 996 40th anniversary which has long 
tugged at the heartstrings for me. I, I love the idea Such of that car. car. The spec out of the box as well is just brilliant, as we know. Yeah. Um, X51 power kit, rear-wheel drive, narrow-bodied, uh, manual gearbox, sport suspension, MO30, as, as Paul pointed out on the collective WhatsApp chat uh in the in the week perfect car perfect car for for that um that road trip excellent power to weight and a special numbered production run as well so driving that sort of car on those sort of roads i think for me is is where it's at would love to do it good choice good choice special car as you say although i'd argue perhaps not as special as the car that i've chosen they get the smile on his face (laughs) i mean had i not chosen it as a gem of the week when we were at rpm with with greg i might have have, have taken their crayon uh cayman gts four liter i thought that you know that, that did kick spring to mind as being a really good car for that trip as did the arena red 903 turbo at paragon but i've already yeah. mentioned that as well so i was looking at jonathan's uh stock jonathan franklin and i thought i'm not going to muck about here I'm going really big for this trip because I want to have a really good time. And I've taken Jonathan's 997 Sport Classic. <laughs> I hope he doesn't mind. <laughs> Do you know what I love about that car? Because I had a look at that as well uh, for Norway, funny enough. But yeah, it's only, it's it's only got well it's, it's only got 500 miles on the yeah. clock. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wanted to do i wanted to just like triple the mileage in a weekend oh, I thought that'd, that'd be, be amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah then handing it back it's not yeah. for me i'm afraid it's not for me <laughs> so you'd, you'd take that to wales max i thought that would be lovely to get to Wales. it's yeah. got that such a beautiful interior yeah uh, i thought that's gonna be such a nice car to get to wales yeah and then i you know i, I you know a manual 997 you know they're such a great car to drive i thought once i get to wales that's going to be fantastic you know yeah. up and down those 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 twists and turns yeah, agreed. And, and like we said, you know, power to weight, it's 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 a road trip. We're on the public road, ultimately, not a racetrack. So um, it's the 408 horsepower GTS engine in those. A really nice, supple ride to them as well. That That is, is the most exquisite choice yeah. for a road trip through Wales. It really is. And that, that will feel very special from the driver's seats. It's also going to win in the photographs for me as well. <laughs> it definitely will instagram fodder par excellence yeah yeah they, that that is a smashing choice and of course the beauty of that car is like them all but especially so for the sport classic is even a, a coffee run or a, a run to pick up some milk will be special in that car you don't need to go to wales to feel how awesome and, and kind of really revered that car is so. yeah 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 so thanks jonathan that's good yeah of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, interesting choices on there. We've kind yeah. of, yeah, like potmarked all different kind of parts of Porsche history there from air cool to a modern day icon and, and everything in between. So, yeah, that that's awesome. So they're the cars we're taking to Wales. I can always imagine them lined up in some of the photo yeah. stops we've got yeah, along yeah. the way and how special. What was yours, Lee? I can't remember. Their 40th anniversary 996. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So we had the, the TR evocation, the 996 40th and the 997 Sport Classic. That's a hell that's of a, a trio. it is it's good i can imagine that on instagram already it looks fantastic in my imagination definitely definitely that's cracking okay so that's wales let's do the track day next so the three of us are tipping up to donnington we've got this track day at rma yeah which car from the nomads marketplace are we are we rocking up here max you go first well i've been to donnington a few times i've been to donnington a few times always on motorbikes but i've been around it quite a lot Um, so i was thinking about that and i thought probably what would be a really good choice for me there would be at rpm they got a 
718 GT4 uh, Cayman PDK, but with buckets and all that sort of thing. I thought as a as a as a as a relative track day novice in car terms, that would be a really good car to hustle around Donington and have a probably a really enjoyable day. But yeah. then I thought, nah, 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 come on, mm-hmm. let's have a let's, let's take this a bit more seriously, have a bit more fun. So I stayed at RPM and I'm having their GT Silver 991 GT2 RS. Oh my and I'm god! Mucking about. Yeah. I'm going to scare myself <laughs> silly, but I thought I could also roll it round on the torque whilst I'm getting used to it and, you know, scare myself down the crane of curves. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can, you know, that can just, you know, that'll look after me and then, then I can get a bit more confident and get going and that's going to be incredible. You know? Wowzers. Wowzers. Yeah, that is, I just, I pray that it's not raining on the day <laughs> <laughs> when you tip up in that, that is lively. I, I thought of, I looked at that car and I thought similar and then I quickly came to a decision. I haven't got the facilities to pedal that round Donington. Absolutely <laughs> not. So yeah, that you've you've if you've got the kahunas for it, mate, then good man. <laughs> Do you I'll know give it mean? a whirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an incredible machine. An incredible uh, machine. I kept on looking through the pictures. I was just going through the picture roll on the marketplace, just clicking and clicking and clicking. Went round about three or four times. They photographed it really nicely. It really, yeah. I mean, what a car. Yeah, it's such yeah. an amazing looking car, those aren't they? Yeah, what's the mileage on it? Like, has has that been driven from what you know? Or uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Where is he? He's got um, fifteen thousand miles. So it's been enjoyed. Really, that is yeah. awesome. Oh, that's good. That is yeah. absolutely awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's been enjoyed, and, and it's got all the bits. It's, it's a Visac one. It's got a cage. You know, it's got those beautiful trip wheels. It's got hands, tooth centers in the buckets. No, it's just, it's just yeah, it's mega. Three hundred and twenty-five oh. grand. Yeah, uh, which is actually cheaper than my Sport Classic, you know. So I'm, I'm you know, understanding that I'm on a budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> pairing back for the track day. Yeah, yeah, pairing back for the track day. You know, nothing too silly. Uh, I mean, what a mega thing! What a mega I just thing. love the fact that somebody out there has done fifteen thousand miles in a GT2 yeah, RS. That that genuinely fills me with joy to know that that's happened. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag living the dream. Living yeah. the dream. And also good on this dude because of course RPM are there, so you know like Greg can come out with me, maybe Tim Harley <laughs> might really come out with me. You know, it's all it's it's just all it's all coming together nicely. Well, uh, RPM mentioned on a previous podcast with us, and it's kind of worth mentioning that again that they've got like a drivers club where there's there's a few different tiers, but at, at its most extreme, you turn up on the day, your car is already there and it's prepped and ready to go. But at the very least, like they'll be able to help out with tire pressures and stuff, which is so important to get right at a track day, particularly in a car like that as well. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, if they're if they're on hand to help you extract the absolute maximum from that exquisite driving machine, then even better really. But yeah, fair yeah. play, Max. You're going in, yeah, like big guns, big flex today from you. <laughs> big, big flex. flex. Big yeah. flex. I, just, I just got this vision of Max's helmet and these eyes. You know the no fear helmet <laughs> where the eyes are just like out on stalks going. It's <laughs> 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 all I can see peering through the windscreen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's Excellent. a cracking choice. It's a cracking choice. When you were going Cayman, I was thinking he's going so sensible here. Like, I really admire that. He's really thought about it. You know, mid-engine, PDK, get the lines right. And then you've just gone full, full blown. Let's have a dollop of 700 horsepower, wheel drive, turbocharge. <laughs> oh, dear. Fantastic. Got to be done, I thought. Yeah. Nutter. I love it. Andy, what's your track day choice? Well, I've got two choices. Uh, as ever, I never come in with the first choice, do I? My- <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna gonna have a little trip down to Paragon 
and uh, pick up their most expensive car that they've got in their forecourt. Bloody hell. wild. I'm going to rip the Carrera GT around Donington. Or bloody hell. am I going to go a bit more old school and I'm going to uh, nip back to, was it RPM? That have got the uh, 964 RS. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. the Maritime one. The Maritime, shows, yeah. yeah, which I know we've talked about before, but I think that would be so usable um, because it's it's been through sort of restoration, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It feels usable and, you, you know, if you chip it, it doesn't matter. Get out yeah. there and race it and use it like it should be. So, yeah. yeah, as tempting as the Carrera GT is, hearing the howl and the safety of a circuit, I think I'm going to, I'm going to step back and take the 964 RS. Yeah. Yeah. I can just imagine you like rigging up your insurance company. Yeah, so I've got this track day coming up. I'm just going to give you the reg and it's yeah, Carrera <laughs> GT. I wonder how much it is to insure a CGT on track for a day. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah. yeah. It yeah, might I be think... the cost of that new SC, Andy. <laughs> yeah, well, at least. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, amazing, 964 mate. RS. We'll stick with that. Yeah, yeah, that's cracking. Good it, choice. Said, said before, it reminds me at uh, Flat Six show last year when Mark Sumter took us out in his Ruby Stone 964 RS around Goodwood. And uh, Mark, as it was a as, well, privilege to be in the car, really, is a fantastic peddler. So smooth. And to be in a 964 RS on track, it's home where it's u- meant to be used, really was just like such a privilege. Yeah. And so I, I know you'll have so much fun out there, Andy. Like that car will, will talk to you on a track like that, you know? Yeah. Plenty yeah, to cool. do to go fast. Yeah. Nice around. choice. And Okay. So, yeah, my choice yourself. is yeah. um, it's a car we spoke about on the podcast a couple of days ago, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, sorry so it's a uh, lakeside classics and it's their black on black nine on one dot one gt3 um and the reason i've chosen this is again a sensible hat on i want ceramics because there are some big stops on uh, on that track namely at the end of the home straight that's the yeah. first big one to worry about <laughs> so i want i want excellent stopping abilities uh with some brakes that aren't going to fade at any point during the track day so that ticks that box and uh yeah look pdk as well i think on a on a track like that i don't know donnington too well it has to be said so for me something like pdk will allow me to really focus on getting the lines right getting the car set up properly and i love the spec as, as i said i don't usually like black 911s but yeah. for some reason on that on that 991.1 gt3 it really really works so that that'd be my car of choice that's a good choice i did look at that myself i thought yeah but of course i've mentioned it before as gem of the week so i couldn't have it but great <laughs> self-imposed, self-imposed rules yeah 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 there's yeah. there's a guard's red 991.1 gt3 on the marketplace as well and i was i was looking at that but um yeah i don't know why they're they're almost like widow maker spec really with the black on black just appeals to me i just yeah. i just really like it so i think Rude. that would be a brilliant a brilliant car also with those 991.1s on the road you won't believe it but i mean i've driven I've driven one of them round track at Spa and for a track car, they are a little bit softer than you'd imagine. Right. So that would be a car that would move around and would talk to you out on that track. Do you know what I mean? So that's yeah. For a track like Donington, I think, I think that'd be really good fun. And that motor as well, the original 3.8 GT DFI screamer. Yeah. That would yeah. be talking, just going back to what we were talking about before, talk about an intoxicating engine to enjoy. 
Well, this is it. You know, there's some real uh, long straights at the back at Donington there. I yeah. mean, so yeah, like getting up to 9,000 RPM in that along there would be great. The whole of Derbyshire will be listening, whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. Nice choice. Nice yeah, choice. so for the track day then, we went for 991.1 GT3. We went for a 991 GT2 RS. <laughs> and Andy, we didn't go with the G, uh, the Crow GT in the end, did we? No, no, start with the 964 RS. 964 RS, yeah, yeah. excellent, excellent. Being realistic. Yeah, <laughs> two, two air cool choices for you, Andy, so far. Yeah. yeah, so far, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the new car influence creeping in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, air cool through and through. I don't yeah. know. Well, let's see what we, let's see what we're taking to Norway, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, our Norway road trip extravaganza, this is going to be a trip where we're going to be doing at least 2000 miles. Surely 2000 miles. We've got a mixture of autobahn, uh, Alpine pass, boring, uh, boring miles, exciting miles, everything thrown in between. And crucially as well, a lot of time at the wheel. So with all of those considerations in mind, be interesting to see what we go for yeah yeah i don't mind kicking us off first yeah go on your turn first is i am i'm so yeah i'm going to rpm this is why i didn't choose the 718 straight in there four liter yeah Yeah. i've i've gone full max newman for the task today i've really considered what these trips are about and and what characteristics i'm going to require i genuinely thought about this long and hard Yes, so I am going to RPM, as you said, Andy, and I am picking up the keys to the 991.2 Turbo S Cabriolet. Yes. (laughs) It's in crayon. Uh, I can't remember the interior color now. Um, It's got the aero kit. The reason I'm choosing that is that, despite the fact it's a convertible, is a 200 mile an hour Porsche 911. And I know the first stint of the road trip, once we've kind of dusted off the Channel Tunnel and blitzed through France and Holland, we've got a fantastic stretch of autobahn up and up to Hamburg and beyond. And that's the place where you can hit Mach 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm absolutely doing it in uh, in a car that can do 200 mile an hour. And, and obviously, you know, the Cabriolet is going to be a nice bonus by the time you get to Norway. You want to whip the roof down and just absorb all of the beauty of Norway's topography. The fact it's PDK as well means that for those eight days of driving, it's not going to be a chore. I'll be able to get to that World Heritage site at Garanga and spring out of the car ready to take in a lovely weekend of uh, utter beauty without feeling exhausted. This sounds like an old man, no sense of adventure to me. No, no. Nah, genuinely, like I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> but... To me, a Turbo S, that, that's the ultimate tool for the job. It, as we said before, it does everything. Yeah, that's the, that's the appeal behind the car. It might not talk to you in the same sort of way as yeah, a GT product or an air-cooled car, but I'm taking into account everything we're going to need to do on that trip, and I think it will do everything with aplomb. So I would dearly, dearly, dearly love to take a Turbo S cab on an eight-day, 2,000-mile adventure around Europe. I really, really would. Yeah. RPM, are you listening? If you still got it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's my choice. <laughs> I would like, honestly, please, please. <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. Um, so that's my choice. Nine and one dot two Turbo S cab. Um, nice. Who are we going to next, Andy? Uh, I've got three in the office for this. <laughs> <laughs> so 
um from our chat to the guys up in norway i think who did we have on a little while ago just after your trip we had thomas the porsche hunter who yes. finds like rare sts That's and it. rs's who's i think joining us again this year excellent so i i was influenced by him and his 928 oh so phil raby have got a 928 at the moment which is in some ways appealing in other ways scary would you <laughs> honestly want to take a 928 on a 2000 mm, yeah okay maybe That's, yeah it's got the same but it's got the same appeal as your turbo cab in some ways in that it won't you know, do 200 it, mile an hour no, it won't do t- no, but it, you know it should have been the the do it all thing but yeah let's discount that then let's no that's a nice choice though Andy. i i, I noticed that as well yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it, it was in the, it was in the mix but yeah it's not going to win so uh next up was where max was for wales which is the sport classic i thought that yeah. was an amazing thing but i would feel guilty putting like tripling quadrupling the mileage within one weekend <laughs> would i feel guilty no that should be fucking amazing wouldn't it to do yeah. that um but I won't do that to that car because obviously that's a collector car. So I'm going to go back to my stalwart that seems to come up with these sort of things. And that's a, a 981 Spider. And I can't remember where it is. Oh, yes, I do. It's an RPM. Um, it's the GT Silver one with uh, the red interior. Red. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a yeah. great spec. Yeah, it's a great good looking car, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Good looking car. I really enjoy that. Yeah, red buckets. They've they've got one in that's silver with um, black interior, I think, sports seats. Right. But they're red with buckets. Yeah. To that, that's, that's the, yeah, it's a beautiful I think spec. it's actually reserved. So, I've, oh, yeah, I've got to go and do some gazumping, I guess. If you bought two cars this weekend, Andy, is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> what a garage that would be. Imagine, oh, wouldn't it? What a two-car oh. garage. Yeah. 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 Matching, wouldn't it? Matching. Yeah. yeah. Silver, grey, and red interiors. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Nine, nine Works Radio in Boxster Spider picking shock yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry guys <laughs> deary me deary it's my me. choice when it comes to watercooled cars isn't it it, it, is, w- it, it is it would be good it would be good they've um mm. i'm just thinking like luggage because i'm going full fully practical here like how much space mm. have they got i don't care just turn your in your box of shorts inside out <laughs> well they've got front and back though, haven't they they've got a front kind of and some fine. space in the back so yeah. i've been we've That'd been be to the right. south of south of france in a um smart brabus roadster myself and sarah before <laughs> wow we had Bloody everything hell. packed in you know there was stuff like sh- t-shirts down the back of the seats and <laughs> rolled in corners but you can get anywhere yeah there's plenty of luggage space in that car don't you'll worry be all right. Right. yeah you'll yeah. be all right for, for that kind of same um consideration for practicality I did look at the Carrera GT at Paragon and I thought, wow, if I've got a week to live, then I'm I'm taking a Carrera <laughs> GT around Norway. <laughs> but um there is absolutely zero Silk luggage shape. space yeah. in those in those cars. So then I kind of pondered the idea of uh, a little kind of single axle trailer on the back of a Carrera <laughs> GT to like take my luggage around and like the tripod so I could film it and put it on YouTube and stuff. I think it looked amazing. <laughs> I think if you did that, Lee, as you were going for a top speed run on the motor, I think the exhaust, where the exhausts come out of a Carrera GT, they would blast your trailer off the back. Yeah, it probably <laughs> yeah. would, wouldn't I think it? It would burn yeah. through it. Yeah. I was thinking you could have just like a an alloy trailer that would sort of look similar to like the GT silver paintwork and then have like a, an Ascot cover going over the trailer to match the interior. <laughs> yeah. And I think that would be Very absolutely nice. sorted, but um, 
yeah there's 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 no there's no room in a Crow gt for anything other than two yeah. occupants that's about it yeah so it wouldn't it wouldn't work really yeah that's cool okay well yeah look to be honest the jokes aside the spider is a is a great choice it's a great choice yeah. for norway it really is i can't imagine you'd be bored that is Indeed. a good choice that is a good choice is it manual or pdk i can't remember manual it's manual, manual. so that's yeah. just a proper spec all day long then isn't it absolutely yeah amazing lovely. so what what lovely. are we taking to norway then what's our what's our oh, we haven't had mine yeah we haven't done max's oh sorry yet. max yeah we that'll be that'll mine. be why i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> my um my my first thought was the same as you Lee, is the the 901.2 turbo s cab at rpm yeah uh but of course i had that as a gem of the week when we were with greg a couple of weeks ago so i thought okay i can't have that so um i was giving it some thought and lurking around on the marketplace and i was looking for i thought maybe i thought i do want a cab but then i thought i so i started to think about one of the one of the targets one of the 991.2 targets i thought god that that would be nice that'd be a nice car for that um but then i was looking at henry's stuff at lakeside classics and i noticed that he's got a car that i've been talking a bit about recently and i said i watched your video on it again lee just because um you know they're they're kind of on my mind and i think that this is almost got quite a sensible choice for me because if I had the means, I would buy a nine nine two Turbo S cab, and, and Henry's got one into stock at Lakeside Classic, which I hadn't realised, and it popped up, and I thought, oh my god, there it is! So I can't have the one from RPM, the nine hundred one point two. So I'm going to take Henry's new to stock nine nine two Turbo S cab. Lovely Turbo and S gang. What colour? What what's, what's the spec? Uh, it's crayon um in fact it's going to look quite smart next to the one that you're taking actually because that you know it's a similarly you know come from a similar place with the spec sort of muted tones classy uh kind of thing it's got a um i think it's got a two-tone uh two-tone in uh interior as well yeah um and it's just a really super car and you know i would buy one of those if i could that is a car that i would have um, so basically i'm going away with two guys that have got these number plates slipper one slipper two <laughs> you know yeah. the old granddads in their turbo cabs going for the tour we're, you say old granddads you, you say old granddads but when we're when we're just sneaking over 200 miles an hour we you know we're we're going to be living <laughs> to be to be fair max by the time while we're waiting for andy to catch up with us when we've arrived at the end of the autobahn we could have found a really nice coffee shop gone and had an exquisite drop of coffee yeah. and andy still wouldn't have turned up and then we can <laughs> jump back in the cars ready to go again exactly all right that's exactly. fine with me fine yeah. with me you and then when heads. we need to get changed for dinner i might have something in my capacious luggage space that i could lend to you andy <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's yeah max i think that's an exquisite choice sir exquisite I mean, choice good, good job sir good job surely a perfect because you've got to be able to get the top down haven't you if when you're in norway yes exploring that you know you've got to get the top down yeah absolutely have to yeah but you know turb turb they're the pinnacle aren't they turbo s 911s you know i just absolutely absolutely as i said you know the indomitable sports car will tackle and excel at absolutely everything and and that's what you want funny enough there is a 991 turbo s cab coming on the road trip ah which brilliant you know like i said alongside there's a couple of targas which again you know in norway where you want to really absorb the beauty of the place and the topography what better opportunity than to like bang the roof down in a targa and to and to take it all in i've mentioned before like you know the the wind buffeting issue and it is an issue 
on modern targets it's above sort of 45 50 yeah. mile an hour well that's kind of the maximum sort of speed that you can do on a lot of roads in norway so you can you can definitely get away with it and i speak from experience there so yeah but to be honest and even with like your idea of the spider it kind of it does play into itself i just yeah. like for, for that part of the trip maybe maybe getting there you might find it a little bit more taxing cutting up through germany and denmark and everything That's else fine. but i'm all right with that it'll be worth it for cutting through the mountains yeah yeah while you're yeah. S- cruising around slopping around in your slipper slopping around <laughs> wait slopping i'm in sport plus right yeah and they sound they sound mega as well yeah they no, well that. they do they do they definitely do what's yeah. interesting as well and um, with this is without looking at the prices, Max. I can't remember what what your one is up for um, at Lakeside, but in looking at the nine nine two to nine nine one dot two Turbo S prices, um, there is a there is a sizable difference, and you could probably buy the nine nine one plus Andy Spider for the price of a nine nine two, and then if you want to kind of stay on that train of of excellent value even more, I think it might be back at Lakeside. There's a nine nine one dot one Turbo S which is yeah. still a 200 mile an hour supercar and does everything that my 991 Turbo S and your 992 Turbo S will do, Max. And you can pick that up for like £90,000. Ah. It's a hell of a lot of car for the money. A hell of a lot of car for the money. So plenty to consider there. Uh, not not quite. We've got 61 and a half grand difference between our, our, our prices. Uh, okay, that's... So we're, not, yeah. we're, not, we're, not, we're not a million miles away, but not we're not quite there. No, no. What's the price of that spider, Andy? 75. 75. 75. Yeah. So it is a little bit out of the way then. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. A little bit yeah. out of the way. But, yeah. Uh... But, you know, that, I mean, it, it does, it does highlight the value of the non on 1.1, which neither yeah. of us are taking. But for 90,000 pounds, 200 mile an hour supercar, no one has jumped out of one of those cars and gone, oh, it's a bit too slow for me, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was some chat about that, wasn't there, on the, um, on, on our WhatsApp with the Driven Not Hidden uh, Collective yesterday or the day before, somebody posted uh, Jethro's video from when he was at Anglesey setting times for Evo, Megan, and that's a mega video. People should go and watch that. It's incredible. Um, but I have to admit that 991 Turbos, I do look at them from time to time. I think, God, could that, you know, that's a, that's a motor, isn't it? I, I, I can imagine myself in one. Yeah, um, yeah. I can see you in one, mate. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. It's a ludicrous amount of car for the money. It really is ludicrous yeah. amount of car. Yeah, I don't know. Very yeah. tempting. Very tempting. Yeah, they don't look old either to no, me. The nine and one dot one to the every man and woman that, that could still look like a new nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, very true. It really yeah. could. Yeah, it's got some. It's got some presence. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. So that's what we've realised. We're taking a nine and one dot two and a nine on two turbo S, but the nine and one dot one is the one to add for value. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. it's a excellent. Yeah, it's a cracking trio that we've got there. And uh, well, yeah, that does that concludes. That's our car of choices. So we'll look forward to sharing that on social media over the week. And as we said, we'd love for you to take part in this as well. So get on the marketplace, have a look, and let us know which car you take for a weekend round Wales. Uh, a spectacular excursion to Norway for eight days, and of course the RMA Donington Track Day as well. Yeah. Nice. My um my my curveball thought, which I had, although um, I have kind of uh, alluded to it just in what we've been talking about. I then wondered, what about one car for all three oh. tasks? There, oh, Goodness. that's a great idea. There's a whole episode and, in that, isn't there? And the reason it came to mind is because I was looking at Paragon. 
and um and they have got a car that i thought i just love to spend time in that car and if i'm doing all those three uh three trips then that's a lot of time spent in a car because they've got a 991.2 turbo um which is in gt silver but it's got the bordeaux red and black interior combo so the top of the dash and the top of the doors is black but the seats and everything else is bordeaux red um and that's quite a dark red you know it's not like garnet red was which is pretty punchy it's it's a real nice dark sort of red winey red and i i was looking at that i was thinking god can that fit in for for one of these one of these options and i thought hang on that's a car that i could do all three those trips in and it would excel on on all of those things um and i was just looking at it i thought i'd like to be in that car yeah yeah definitely i love the two-tone dashes because it allows a little bit of kind of flair and character into your life but where it's got that kind of muted top it kind of doesn't reveal to everybody else that you're a nutter yeah yeah <laughs> you know outwardly looking it keeps you in check but it's <laughs> it's it also as well it kind of um from a practical point of view the the dash is where they've got that full-blown color it reflects you know under reflection from the sun it, that there's quite a lot of glare on the windscreen whereas with the black dash it kind of mitigates that quite successfully actually so from a yeah. practical point of view it's a good it's a good option good choice yeah so and it's got the panel roof i know it's not a cab but it has got the panel roof so when we're in wales and norway i still get that sunroof open i get a bit of the view bit of air bit of wind in my hair yeah yeah i'm a fan of a panel roof has to be said i never used to be used to be completely driving purist but actually i think it's a really kind of good good compromise to get the roof back and absorb some of the sights and sounds it has to be said yeah yeah so under pressure then well mine's it mine's easy mate to be fair like my car to take on every single one of those trips is my own car because that's exactly what i'm doing (laughs) you're selling it are you selling it selling it on the marketplace not on the the marketplace no no i don't i don't need to dive into the marketplace on this occasion i'm afraid but yeah my my trusty 996 is going to be doing absolutely all of those this year hopefully successfully um if it if it does lunch itself at any point then i'll have to dive into the marketplace um who are you taking to norway with you with you taking laura or are you taking chris wright and yeah it depends it depends Uh, no i've i have mooted the idea to laura but if not then um chris will be an an equally beautiful substitution (laughs) with his toolbox he talks he talks a good game yeah yeah exactly there's room for the toolbox and and if there isn't i'll definitely make room for it (laughs) (laughs) what about you andy what do you think you could do all three of those expeditions in i i would take that spider yeah yeah you got you got okay yeah 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 i'm just thinking come on we got to move away from this spider <laughs> i can't i can't we've got to move away from it it's we bang on it. about spiders every I just, week i just yeah i just love it yeah in fact one of our um one of our driven not cl- driven not hidden collective has bought a spider recently Is that it? he found on the roadside in weymouth oh yeah 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 of course that 987 one yeah yeah yeah, yeah duncan just uh down here in Paul. so yeah He's he's come succumb to the spider talk, good lad. We've, we've got to get you into a nine eight one spider, Andy. Let's take a trip to to RPM. Let's go and see Alex and Greg. Yeah, and just get you out round the round the countryside in one, so you can tell. Well, us get what. it out of my system. So I stop maybe talking about maybe it. get it out of your system, or maybe get your wallet out your pocket. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, let's see. Let's see which way it goes. I think it's got to be done. Let's yeah. get up there. All right, I'm sure, the boys will be up for it. 
Okay. Definitely. Right. Back so move right on. Yeah, that absolutely. Yeah. That rounds off our, uh, our choices for Wales, Norway and a track day. And if you want to take a look at all the other cars on the Nine Whites marketplace, hit up ninewhites.co.uk slash marketplace. Take a look and let us know what you'd bring along for each and every one of them. Superb. Brilliant. Cool, man. What have we got left? We've got a confession and we've got some admin stuff for Driven Not Hidden. We have indeed. Yeah. Should we do confession first? can do if you like if you're feeling funny go on then are you reading i am reading excellent oh dear this one uh yeah i'm smiling already. we've got a few stored up actually yeah this one is from a friend an old school friend i was telling him about some of it i was basically telling you how when people email in their confessions it's just the best way i like to start the week by reading a confession and uh telling him about it and he said well you must remember mine and I've completely forgotten it. And it goes as follows. It's an old, old school friend, if you're ready. Let's have it. So, okay. Uh, this is from a chap that we've we changed his name. <laughs> uh, so we're going to call him Graham. It's titled A Policeman's Confession. <laughs> and it goes as so. Dear team, I'd like to share with you a story which I'm too embarrassed to read aloud myself. So I've submitted to Lee to do the honours. I like how he's written down, written this down as well, because the police, they, they haven't got enough paperwork on, have they? The following took place 10 years ago, though it's something my friends, including Lee, don't often allow me to forget. I was living in a flat in Colchester at the time with a friend. We were on the top floor of this apartment block in the centre of town with allocated parking spaces in the basement. It was a bit of a party pad. After all, we were both young, dumb and full of ideas. <laughs> To keep the ladies happy, I spent a lot of time working on my physique, so I frequented the gym, which was only a mile and a half or so from my flat. One day after a particularly lively party the night before, I decided to blow away the cobwebs with a gym workout and swim. It did me the world of good. After a good workout, I sprang out of that leisure centre and into the car park as a new man, pulling my key ring, which had my house and car keys attached, from out of my pocket. I walked down to the end of the car park where I usually left my little Vauxhall Corsa, and was horrified to find it was missing from its usual space. Panicked, I started looking all over the car park, clicking my key above my head to try and see the car lights flash or hear the alarm disable. Nothing. I couldn't believe it. Someone had actually nicked my car. I called the police from the gym reception and explained everything. The police, of course, wanted to know if the gym had caught anything on CCTV. Good idea, I thought. It turns out the gym CCTV hadn't worked for months. My luck was well and truly out. I was devastated that someone would nick my little Corsa, which I did love dearly, and he did love dearly. The police took the reg details and description of the vehicle, but said they'd need to get a statement from me regarding the theft in person. The earliest they could do was the end of the week. That week was dreadful. I'm not sure if any of your listeners have had a car stolen, but it feels awful. It's like you've been violated. I became a little anxious, wondering if the burglars had followed me to the gym that morning and watched me park up and walk away from the courser at the leisure centre. The thing is, I hadn't noticed anything out of the ordinary at all from that journey, which raised suspicions in my mind, or nothing that I re could recount of any significance anyway. Needless to say, I was poor company that week, dealing with insurance, ringing the police for updates, it was all a bit stressful. I even accused a neighbour, who we didn't get on with, of nicking my car, as he often tried to park in our <laughs> space in the past. At the end of the week, my friends decided a night out was in order to cheer me up. 
Most lived in town, but one friend was 20 minutes away. So he asked respectfully if he could drive to ours and park in our very much empty parking spot. Of course, my flatmate and I agreed. Now I had to walk to the police station that afternoon to give my statement, which took longer than I thought. So I was a little late getting back to the flat by the time the lads had started turning up ready for our night out. While they were enjoying themselves, I jumped in the shower and they got on the beers in the lounge. While in the shower, I noticed my phone started ringing and there's brackets here. I had it in the bathroom with me playing music. It was Tom who'd driven up from Sudbury. I couldn't pick up as I was in the shower, of course, but figured he'd figure out where to park as I told him ours was space seven. Two minutes later, while still in the shower, I heard an almighty commotion coming from outside the bathroom door. It was the sound of intense laughter. They were like a pack of hyenas. The boys were killing themselves and banging on the bathroom door telling me to come out just then it hit me oh boy like a ton of bricks it hit me water still running i collapsed to the base of the shower my face where i could feel was crimson red the memories came rushing back i knew exactly where my car was entering the hallway from the shower the boys were falling about in hysterics apart from tom who opened his mouth to utter something don't say a single word i said chucking on a tracksuit and flip-flops and making my way out of the flat car keys in hand i went down to the basement with my merry band of bastard friends who were laughing the entire way especially so when we stopped out of the stepped out of the lift and saw my little black corsa sitting resplendent in bay seven on that fateful morning due to the amount of alcohol consumed the night before i had walked the 1.5 miles to the gym that's why i couldn't remember anything significant from the car journey there i hadn't made the journey full stop not least by car anyway. I had completely forgotten I'd my way to I, I had completely forgotten I'd made my way to the gym on foot. And so my car wasn't stolen from the leisure centre. In fact it wasn't stolen at all. It was sitting in the basement to our flat, in our parking space, where it had been for the entire week, while I grabbed lift from friends and cried down the phone to the police. <laughs> of course I had to call my friends in blue to let them know the car had turned up. Stupidly, I told them exactly what had happened, making light of my idiocy. It's safe to say Colchester Constabulary didn't exactly see the funny side, threatening me with wasting police time. (laughs) Nevertheless, I'd got my car back, even though it had never left in the first place. I spent the next few weeks giving lots of apology lifts to friends, while generally trying to keep a low profile from the neighbour I accused of stealing my ride. (laughs) (laughs) The police did let my misdemeanour slide, which is handy considering now I'm a police officer in the Met, and I'm pleased to report I've not lost any of my own cars since. Cheers. That's that's an old friend called Graham. (laughs) <laughs> our friend graham <laughs> very good very good uh knowing him as well that is that is completely something he could do <laughs> completely forget that you've uh, walked to the gym fantastic yeah, yeah keep your confessions coming email hello at nineworks.co.uk we want to hear them we want to hear them yeah indeed yeah. right shall i hit a collective update yes Go please on. We have a few new people um, and some information on people that were joined a couple of weeks ago. I think I had a couple more yesterday, actually. So thank you, everybody. Um, Patrick Lee is a privateer um, from Portsmouth. He says, I'm delighted to be a new collective member. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Patrick. Um, You drive a Zenith Blue 1999 Carrera 4 uh, with full aero kit, 85,000 miles. Uh, Just had it a month. Welcome awesome. to Porsche Ownership. Very nice. Um, next up, Hal 
Rees. He's a works driver, hails from Reading and has a, a 987.1 Cayman 2.7 manual. Good to have you aboard, sir. Yes. Lovely little lovely. Car. Matthew Coleman, privateer driver. Uh, he says he has a few Porsches, uh, one of which is a 996 Millennium Edition. And I believe you know this man, Lee. Uh, yes. From Wakefield in West Yorkshire. He was on yes. the Stuttgart trip. He was, I think. I'm trying to work out. I think everybody who came on the 996 road trip last year is now part of the collective. I think you're right. I'm trying to think if there is anybody I can name uh, and shame. There is. There's one. There's, I've got another one on this list. Okay. All right. Uh, what I will say, uh, Matt, it's fantastic. That. It's fantastic to have you on board, mate. He has got a lovely uh, error kitted 996 Millennium. He's also got a 959 replica as well. Which I saw is that. Pretty cool, man. It pretty is. Yeah. Cool. Oh, it's kind of, um, it's uh, got a bit of, it's not trying to be too replica, if you know what I mean. It's got different wheels on it that make it look quite custom. Yeah. I really like the look of it. It looks cool. Yeah, maybe uh, Matt, bring it along to uh, Fried Eggs and Friends at Porsche Sheffield. I, I know this is probably going out after then, but I, I hope I hope Matt brings it along to the Fried Eggs and Friends at Sheffield. Yeah, that could be good. Excellent. Right. Thank you, Matt, for joining up. Next up is, right, here we go. Name issue here. Might take a little while. Might be a few ums and ahs. Simon, that's the easy bit. Azo Pardy. Oh, I think I did all right. Oh, good effort. Welcome, nice Simon, a privateer driver from Worcester, and he drives a 992 cab, 992 coupe, and a KN. Ooh. Yeah. I wonder why two 992s? Maybe one's the wife's, or well, one's for the road trip to, to Norway. To Norway, yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Yeah. Excellent. Welcome aboard, Simon. Next yeah. up, we have Nicholas Jones. This is, this is the, the final man in the trip i think yeah the final um, piece of the road trip puzzle so he has a 996 c4s cabriolet yeah um and hails from oxfordshire and he says that uh, lee escorted us to zoofhausen and i was the one with the puncher <laughs> he, uh. he was he was and it was it was abel who who joined us quite late the night before he, he came from switzerland in his very very early cable throttle carrera and Abel managed to find Nick through a friend of a friend at a local Porsche specialist, um, a set of Cup 2 tyres just to, to get him home. So power of the community, as we've mentioned before. Fantastic. Uh, and last mention this week is uh, Michael Meldrum, who's our hero. Uh, yet to hear from you, Michael. Let us know your details. <laughs> <laughs> keep, it, keep that one running. Yeah, the weekly, the, the weekly uh, Michael Meldrum mention. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Uh, and I also have a Apple podcast review from our good friend, John Emery, who's uh, staying with us in the house this weekend. Yeah. Um, Lee, Andy and Max have created something really rather special with the Nine Works pods. They're informative, well-researched, exceedingly well-created, producing excellent editorial editorial that is both Porsche-focused and harmonious too i genuinely look forward to each new pod as it drops each mo monday but the nine works pods are just the tip of something bigger that is gathering momentum every day get involved and spread the love many thanks john emery quality thank, thank you, you john, john. yeah thanks, lovely john. kind words there thank you yeah thank you and uh, if anybody out there is feeling generous and would like to do a five-star review on any podcast application then please do 
we'll read it out and uh, thank you for it hopefully yeah, john won't be um won't be deleting any of those stars after he shared a house with you two reprobates this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we were going to give him the single um like little like kids bedroom basically but i suppose we're be- better giving the daddy <laughs> better give him the daddy room after that oh no we've got his review we're fine he can go in the kids bedroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it goes without saying if you want to join the collective, and it really is uh, a thriving community that's gathering pace by the day, uh, hit up patreon.com slash nineworks. Marvellous. Okay, I think that just leaves us uh, to do a spread the love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. As, as yeah, John has just spread the love to us, I think we should spread the love elsewhere yeah yeah absolutely uh, i don't mind diving in with this one um, Go first it. of all if you don't mind uh, i would like to give a shout out to rare car finance so as a, a theme from our marketplace deep dive this week one of the features on the marketplace as i'm sure you've seen is uh, you can get a finance quote for absolutely any of the cars that are on the marketplace and it's an independent finance quote that comes direct from rare car finance who we've worked with from day one here at Nineworks. and the difference between rare car finance and anyone else and they'll cater for cars from a value of twenty five thousand pound and upwards to high spec collector grade is they rely on a panel of lenders they don't just go to one outfit there's a panel of lenders to help you get the very best deal that you could possibly get it's run by Jonathan and Gerard. Give them a call. They're brilliant for advice. So what I really like about those guys, and I've seen them in action, is they're not selling you anything. They trust the fact that all of us, we're big enough and ugly enough to work out what's the best thing for us. But what they're very good at is imparting their knowledge to help us make the best judgment and the best, most sensible decision. So they are to be trusted. Give them a call um, or hit up rarecarfinance.com. They are our... Um, our finance partner at Nineworks. Very good. Very Max, excellent. what are you saying? Um, well, I've got one on um, YouTube, actually. I'm in Andy's realm uh, once again, uh, becoming a bit of a thing for me as well. But before I go on to that, I just wanted to mention um, a spread the love that I did a few weeks ago when I had uh, CW Car Care around for the first time to do a bit of... Um, Charlie came around and he cleaned the, the BMW in the the McCann for me um and he came back on Friday just gone and did uh what in his sort of range of services was the ultimate valet on the 991 and that hadn't been clean for a little while partly because I was waiting for Charlie to come around so that was a full-on inside and out job um and I've got to say the 991 really looks fantastic he did a mini valet on the McCann as well which was really filthy because it had been up to Norfolk and down to see you boys a couple of times and all of that sort of thing so that was pretty grimy but um but the 991 particularly i was so pleased you know the inside of that as you know it's um you know it, it's the it's the um a gate and pebble talking of two-tone interiors a gate on the door tops on the dash top yeah yeah that sort of brownie gray and then the pebble which is really light creamy gray and i try really hard to keep it clean but inevitably it gets a little bit grimy so charlie went through the inside of it the car looks fantastic Awesome. So um, kudos to Charlie for doing such a good job. But the thing I actually wanted to mention was on YouTube, and I don't know why I hadn't come across this before, but there's a there's an RPM have got a channel on YouTube. Mm. And um, I saw something, it was their Instagram that directed it toward, toward me towards it. But Greg had done a little video on that GT2 RS that I mentioned in our marketplace thing there. He'd done a sort of getting coffee in a gt2 rs video so he's just kind of you know cruising around the hertfordshire countryside to a coffee shop talking about what it's like to you know to sort of 
a little sort of insight into living with a 991 gt2 rs and using it on the road and that sort of thing it's a really fun vid and then there's a load of other stuff that they've done with with tim harvey on there as well but that one really caught my eye and it's uh it's well worth a look excellent excellent good work max newman excellent i'm staying close to home in um spreading the love for the nine works events page that's just been launched uh, oh, we've, only, we've only got a couple of events on there at the moment so we need to get cracking and get them on there uh, there's one that i added a particular event that i'm also going to spread the love to uh, which is the air cooled edition which is on sunday the 18th of june which is at sanford springs golf club which is in berkshire sort of reading area um i'd really suggest a visit to that on the lovely golf course set out uh, it's going to be a marvelous event and i shall look forward to being there in my sc tops andy tops yeah that's really timely as well so thanks for sharing the love on the events page it's a new feature to Nineworks website it's just gone live and actually prior to the pod i was just approving some of the events to go back up there so it's powered by the community as cliche as that is if you have an event and you want to promote it to Porsche enthusiasts around the planet you can simply add it to the events page which is essentially a diary so from an enthusiast point of view, it's your Porsche events diary. If you wake up on a Sunday morning and think, oh, where would I like to take my Porsche today? Or what's coming up this coming weekend I can get stuck in? Take a look at the diary and have a look. There's some fantastic bits and pieces up there from Cars and Coffee, such as the Fried Eggs and Friends coming up this weekend at PC Sheffield. Obviously, it would have happened by the time this has gone out. Uh, to bigger events like Porsches by the Lake, Air-Cooled Edition, uh, the Royal Brew, which is something run by Legends. I think, Andy, you and the Legends Drivers Club, they interviewed you recently on Instagram. Yep, yep. They're doing a show there. Andre is, is doing the Royal Brew in September. We've got Rensport Reunion Stateside. That's going to be good. That's it. That's exactly it. Yep. So take a look there um, online at your Porsche diary for the year, and there are direct links to buy tickets uh, if tickets are required very good tops i think that wraps up the episode boys yeah awesome if, um, if folk have enjoyed the, this episode i don't know if you boys have listened back to it yet but um last week's pod with will lee ptsrs i had to listen back to that yesterday when i was doing my work and um so such a good such a good episode so much geekery and fascination in there around paint to sample Porsches and colors and Mazda colors and you know all kinds of all awesome, kinds of stuff yeah. I'd, uh, I'd implore people to go and and seek that out and also look at PTSRS on Instagram it's um yeah what a top guy yeah, yeah absolutely funny enough in Wales at the weekend I got stuck behind uh, albeit briefly one of those fiet purple fiestas well it is a lovely color <laughs> uh dear, i think i managed to grab a picture of it at one stage uh, when we pulled over and it went past a couple of minutes later but um yeah i might share that on instagram the other thing i wanted to say just before we wrap up is uh, that jeffro bovington episode is one of our most listened to episodes of all already. time already yeah. it has gone down a storm Monster. and i really 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 enjoyed listening to that episode i wasn't on it of course um it was just just you two boys and i wanted to say congratulations uh max in particular is it's an absolute masterclass, good sir um in the art of interviewing and and you you were you were both absolutely brilliant but i, I know uh max you, you led it basically yeah max led it and honestly, it's an absolute masterclass. So congrats, boys, because that honestly is a brilliant episode. And Maz on the Driven Not Hidden Collective, 
He summed it up nicely when you said, listening to Jeffro Bovenden talking about cars just makes you want to go and drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brilliant. So it's something yeah. for us to inspire to. We'll keep chipping away episode by episode. And uh, yeah. I think it's a nice way to round off this episode by saying thanks for listening as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Absolutely. was really good. You know, it was the Driven Not Hidden Collective that really motivated us. You know, we, you know, collectively, the three of us thought it'd be great to have Jethro on, but there was so much appetite for him and we really enjoyed it. Jethro seemed to enjoy it. He did. And he yeah. did say, um, you know, and he'll probably regret saying it because we're going to try and hold him to it. He did say, because we said we had so many questions from the collective. He said, well, maybe we can do some kind of Q and A at some point. So we need to get back together with Jethro at some point, maybe in person, maybe on the pod, however we can do it and get, uh, just spend some more time with him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Great. Cracking. Nice Good. one, fellas. As you All know, right. it's always a pleasure. Never a chore. Never a chore. We'll see you soon. See you later. Bye. This episode was brought to you by our very kind Driven Not Hidden Collective. If you would like to join the collective to get further access and rewards within the Nineworks community, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Nineworks. You can also support us by leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. Thank you.